0: GM, I'm Matthew Diemer. And this is GM from Decrypt.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. Good morning everybody. Good morning. It
0: is Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. Let's not waste any time and let's get into those crypto prices. And the time is 9:25 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $21,485, up 0.4% in 24. Ethereum's at 1,600, up 0.3% in 24, and that's good news. Tether's number three. Binance is at 303, down a half a percent. And USDC is number five. Rounding off the top ten, we have XRP, BUSD, Cardano, Dogecoin, and Matic is number ten. Matic's at 101, is down a penny overnight. The total market cap is over a trillion dollars. It's at 1.003 trillion, so $3.4 billion over a trillion. It's up 0.5% in 24. We have a BTC dominance of 41.3 41.3 and F dominance of 19.5. And we have some other coin news. The price of SHIB has spiked today and it's up currently 15.5% or 40.5% in seven days. And its 24 hour trading volume has jumped 200%. Most of those trades are coming from Binance and Coinbase. And also D Gods. You guys know D Gods, the Solana NFT. Well, it's racking up more trading volume than ever and now plans to move to Ethereum. Well, there's an NFT trader known as Pokee, P-O-K-E-E-E, I guess that's how you say it. And this person spent nearly $1 million to sweep 69 D-Gods. They swept the floor. So basically sweeping the floor is looking at the lowest price and just taking all of those NFTs. So why did Pokey do this? Well, Pokey promised that if a tweet that he posted on January 13th had more than 1,000 likes, he's going to just ape into D-Gods. Well, that tweet got 4,600 likes, so I guess he was stuck to it and scraped the floor. Around $1 million worth, like I said, of 69 D-Gods. So people were curious, what does Pokey do? Well, he had a text interview with Magic Eden, and he claimed that he runs a private crypto fund, and that he made a sizable D-Gods play because of its move to Ethereum. Basically, he wants to support the chain Move, the project, and the Ethereum community. Moving into today's headlines, the SEC, or the Securities and Exchange Commission, brought a record of crypto-related enforcement actions last year, up 50% from compared to 2021. That's a total of 24 litigation actions in federal courts and 6 administrative proceedings. Of the 30 total enforcement actions, 14 involved ICOs, or initial coin offerings, with 57% of those actions including fraud allegations. Principal at Cornerstone Research said this in a report, Under Chair Gary Gensler, the SEC has sharpened its focus on cryptocurrency lending and trading platforms and decentralized finance platforms, and continue to say that the runway is getting shorter with the SEC for the cryptocurrency companies to register with the agency to stay compliant. Digging a little deeper into Cornerstone's report shows that 22 enforcement actions brought by the SEC, or 73% of them, was alleged unregistered security offerings. Four of the actions were failures to register as a broker-dealer, Two actions were charges brought against Kim Kardashian for her involvement in her promotion with Ethereum Max, and one charge was Ian Bellina for his offering on the sale of Sparkster Spark token back in July of 2018. 127 crypto-relation enforcement actions from 2013 to 2022 were brought from the SEC. 73% of those cases were unregistered securities, with 55% of them being ICOs. So how much money are they trying to get from all of this? Well, The SEC has imposed approximately $2.61 billion in total monetary penalties, of which $242 million in settlements were reached in 2022. The merger between Bitcoin mining firm Grid and a blank check company has been delayed again. This is the third formal delay in the process. This is the latest extension, and it is the first of six one-month delays granted from a meeting of the company's shareholders back in December. So, This is a $3.3 billion deal between Adit and Grid, and it was intended like all SPACs to be a reverse takeover with Grid becoming and going on the New York Stock Exchange. Well, even though there's all kinds of delays and the market's horrible, there might be more reasons that this will never happen. Adit revealed that it no longer satisfies the New York Stock Exchange listing standards. Well, you need to have $40 billion market cap in a 30-day trading period consistently, $40 billion, and it looks as though they dropped below that. So... They're not satisfying the listing standards. Also, the delaying doesn't look like this is going to happen. We got some Coinbase news. They've confirmed that they're going to halt operations in Japan over the next few weeks, citing current market conditions. And so if you're in Japan, fiat deposits to the exchange will be stopped Friday, January 20th. But customers can withdraw their cash or crypto until February 16th. By the way, we have about 1,700 listeners in Japan, and the majority of them, I think around 300 to 320 come from Itabashi City in Tokyo. It's a ward in Tokyo. So cool. Thank you for listening, y'all.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. So what
0: happens if you pass that February 16th deadline to get out your cash or crypto? Well, any remaining funds will be converted to Japanese yen and sent to the Legal Affairs Bureau. And from there, customers will have to retrieve it themselves. Coinbase's decision to wind down operations comes after Kraken did the same thing. And that's opposite of Binance. Binance, they're making an effort to return to Japan. They left Japan in 2018, but now they're trying to get back in there. And how are they doing that? Well, in September, they sought a license to operate in Japan. And then in November, acquired local exchange, Sakura. Polygon. They successfully completed a network hard fork on Tuesday, effectively creating a new Polygon blockchain that developers hope to provide faster transactions and least frequent gas fee spikes. Hard forks, as you guys know, I don't know why I'm going to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Hard forks are used to make major adjustments in one or multiple mechanisms of a network. In this case, Polygon's leadership advocated using a hard fork to reduce the sprint length of on-chain transactions, a move that would both lower transaction times and reduce the frequency of chain reorganizations or reorgs. These reorgs are messy and occasionally risky. So how does this hard fork roll out? Well, Polygon put the matter to a vote and they only offered this vote to the 100 validators. Of those 100 validators, only 15 cast their votes, 13 signed on to the plan. Following the announcement, a lot of people criticized Polygon's governing process, saying that it was undemocratic and overly centralized. I mean, 85 validators didn't even get a chance to vote, apparently, or did they not care, or were they not paying attention? Well, does that even matter? Because after the hard fork, even though there's criticisms, 99 of 100 validators updated their clients, putting the hard fork into effect. Crypto-focused asset manager Hashkey Capital raised another $500 million, another $500 million, for investments in the Web3 ecosystem. Fund 3, they're calling it, very original and great name, will follow their time-tested investment principles while also looking for game changers, which would be those that propel the industry forward into the next stage. The raised capital will be deployed towards blockchain infrastructure applications and tools that have potential for mass adoption with focus on opportunities in emerging markets. Hashkey manages over $1 billion in client assets since its launch in 2018. Crypto Bank Silvergate's Q4 report indicated a $1 billion net loss. And they're not happy about this. Uh, They're saying, I mean, who would be? but they're citing transformational shifts in the crypto industry, which led to a crisis of confidence across the ecosystem. And Silvergate's CEO insisted that the firm's mission has not changed, adding that the company remains focused on providing value-added services for its core institutional customers. Earlier this month, Silvergate laid off roughly 40% of its workforce, or 200 people. Now, you might think this is standard across the board. Everybody's laying off people, everybody's losing money, but that is not the case. It might be the trend, but it's not the rule. Signature Bank, defied all estimates, and they netted profits of around $301 million in Q4 of 2022. Hmm. Seems like they did something right. Hmm? Geo, National Geographic, they launched their first non-fungible token on Polygon and posted a detailed explainer of the technology on social media, prompting an overwhelming number of people, leaving negative comments. A lot of those comments were calling NFTs a bubble that already popped, a bunch of bullshit and an extinct species very fitting for nat geo by the way as well as calling it another way to launder despite all of this backlash nat geo's instagram post still received a hundred thousand likes and finally today the vote on the european union's proposal for the new law the mica law markets and crypto assets involving its 27 member states has been delayed again until april The reason for this delay is due to holdups in the translation of the relevant materials. I I can see that. The Markets and Crypto Asset Regulation aims to introduce a unified approach to crypto asset providers across the EU, which would require stricter rules to be imposed on crypto companies. The regulations would require issuers of stable coins to hold enough reserve funds to avoid collapse. It will also ask crypto miners to disclose their energy consumption, and any company seeking to issue crypto would need to publish a white paper containing information about the project, including possible risks. And that was it. That was our show today. Please, if you have any questions or comments, email me, MatthewAaron at TheCrypt.co. And feel free to go to Apple Podcasts. Like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.